In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Three in One who committed Himself to us. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, if you were here last week, you, you understand that I wasn't. I, I, I wasn't here last week, and instead you had uh, uh, Pastor Dale Casser, who was a missionary to Ghana, um, and uh, he had a great time. I don't know about you. Uh, we, we've talked since then. Uh, he really enjoyed being out here. But uh, Liz and I were, were not here uh, for a very particular reason. Uh, we had agreed to be um, baptismal sponsors for a little baby named uh, Joshua not Joshua, Joshua's his dad, um, Caleb Dean Brown, um, and his father is the pastor at Messiah Lutheran up in Valdosta, um, which I lovingly refer to as the home of Southern Lutheranism, because um, I'm there a lot. Um, and and so we had said, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do that. Um, and uh, so th- that's where we were, and we were being godparents. And uh, while we were up there, um, uh, we got to see uh, little Joshua get, uh, little Caleb, I keep on doing that, um, uh, little Caleb uh, be baptized. I got to um, hold him over the baptismal font while, as he was being baptized. Um, and uh, it, it was a, a great time. It was uh, a time that um, uh, was a very special moment in, in our lives and, and certainly a very special moment in his. And uh, yet, um, uh, at, the, at that time, um, uh, I, I didn't realize that this would actually get translated very easily into the sermon for this week. Uh, so the Holy Spirit is good. Uh, he gave me a story to tell uh, at the sermon uh, this week. And so that, that's a, a good thing that we get to talk about little Caleb and, um, uh, and, and what that, that meant. And so uh, what that meant in, in a lot of ways is that uh, we, we got to commit to his life. Um, uh, when you're a baptismal sponsor, the, the other word for that is godparent. Um, uh, when, when you um, get to, to be that, you, you commit to the life of this child. And uh, basically what you say during the ceremony is, is that, um, uh, that you are going to uh, oversee this child's spiritual life. And so it's a commitment that, that lasts for um, all of his life. That we've decided that, okay, we are going to watch over his spiritual development. We're going to watch um, uh, his life, and, and we're going to try to make sure that he's encouraged to... Uh, do things like go to church and uh, understand his faith and, and things like that. And so it's a big commitment on our part. And, um, and, and that's what we were doing. And, uh, and uh, Liz is, is kind of new to our tribe. Um, uh, Liz did, did not grow up Lutheran. And there's some Lutheran distinctives about being a godparent. And uh, so we were driving home from Valdosta after a, a day of baptism and, and uh, hanging out with the family and all of that. And we were kind of talking about what we had experienced that day. And uh, Liz uh, was talking about, uh, you know, kind of the, the Lutheran distinctives. And she was saying, okay, so on his baptismal birthday, we send him a card 
um, and uh, we give him a gift today. Um, uh, is, is there anything else that um, uh, that that we need to know that, that we're going to do as godparents? And I said, well, on the day of our daughter's wedding, he may come to us and ask for a favor, and I will have to grant that. <laughs> For those of you that are not laughing, that comes from the movie The Godfather. That's not actually a Lutheran thing. Um, but, but it fits. It, it, it actually fits. It fits with the, the sort of idea of commitment today. Because that movie, in fact, um, it, that, that's probably the one thing that gives those murderous villains in that movie some sort of sense of nobility, is that they're committed. They're committed to one another. They have this loyalty to one another that gives them this nobility. This nobility that that, uh, sort of transcends all of the evil stuff that they're doing by killing people. And yes, while I was uh, agreeing to do this, I did think about who my hit team was going to be taking out while I was at the baptism. Um, That's another thing you'll have to watch the movie for. Um, But but that sense of commitment, it's something that in that movie is sort of displayed as this rare, noble quality. And I would say that that it's probably even more rare today. The the sort of commitment that you see in The Godfather, maybe not not necessarily the bad stuff, but the commitment, you, you don't find that very often today. You don't find that sort of sense of commitment to another person or that sense of commitment to a whole lot of anything anymore. And, and you see the effects of that loss of commitment in things like our families and our relationships. You see that uh, sense of loss of commitment in uh, the organizations that uh, we're a part of. You see that loss of commitment even in church. Uh, and uh, commitment is a tough thing to come by. And uh, it's really something that that I got a little bit better picture of uh, this past week. You see, um, Caleb was born early. And we were actually not planning on being out of town last Sunday. And uh, when when Caleb was born early, I got a text from uh, proud Papa Josh that first of all had had his picture and um, said, "This is your godchild." And uh, then he said, "Baptism, uh, January 26th." And I said, "Oh no," because that would mean that I would be gone from this pulpit for. Two Sundays in a month. And that's something that I don't really necessarily like to do. Um, And part of that has to do with um, maybe it's a good fear, maybe it's a bad fear. But but I remember uh, my pastor when I was growing up was uh, gone and did a lot of traveling here and there. uh, And I distinctly remember people saying, oh, he's always gone. And so I was a little bit afraid that I would come and there would be torches today. Um, 
and, and on top of that, I, I have committed to being your pastor here. And so that was a commitment. And so I, I had to kind of weigh these commitments out. I, I had committed to be a baptismal sponsor. I had committed to be a, being a, a godfather. I had committed also to being a pastor here. And, and that's really the problem with commitment. The problem with commitment is not necessarily that it makes our lives uh, any more complex than what they already are. In fact, it, it utterly simplifies our lives to have a commitment. But just because it's simple, it doesn't mean that it's not difficult. And... When you say, I'm going to commit to doing this thing, all of a sudden you begin to see the obstacles that, that are in the way. All of a sudden you begin to see the things that, that get in the way of that commitment. Now, it was kind of a neat thing for me because um, uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking through this and, and I said, well, you know, uh, I know a lot of people at University Lutheran that they only show up about two times a month. <laughs> Seriously, and I'm not meaning that in a, in a totally negative way. Um, but I, I'm just never gone that often. Because uh, I'm here, and, and if I wasn't, even if you're not here, you're still going to complain about it. Um, and so uh, it, it gave me this sort of uh, perception that I never had before of what it's like to only show up for half of the Sundays. And, and it was amazing. I was like, I missed out on so much stuff. Now I get it. Now I understand why you don't know anything about what's happening here. It's because you're not here. It's so eye-opening. I understand you so much better now. And I also understand how those commitments can come up. And how you, you've said, okay, I've, I've committed to this, and yet I've committed to this, and now I, I have to make a decision. And sometimes you make that decision to be here on a Sunday morning, and sometimes you make a different decision. But it's, it's that sort of sense of commitment that, that is at the heart of that. It's that sense of commitment that you see in Hannah when she brings her first baby boy to the temple to be raised by this priest named Eli. And it's a cute story if you continue it. She, every year she comes back and she makes some cute little priest robes. Uh, so, so think about, you know, in our context, uh, the little kid wearing a collar. Um, and, and yet she, she's made that decision. I'm, I'm going to let him go. And if you think about the commitment that you see out of Anna, that, that she is there uh, night and day at the temple praying for the reconciliation of Israel, that, that there's that sort of sense of commitment there, that she has said, I'm going to be there and I'm going to pray, and I'm just going to show up and I'm going to pray and I'm going to pray what the, the Spirit puts on me. And then you have Simeon, who he shows up at the temple knowing that as soon as he sees that baby boy, He's going to sing the Nunc Dimittis, which means now let your servant die in peace. It says it apart, but really what's happening there is he understands, he's seen the salvation of Israel, and he understands that he's going to die. But he understands also that 
it's going to be okay. Because he has seen this baby. He's seen what Anna has been praying for. He sees what God has had in the works since Hannah and, and all of the prophets before her. He, he knows that it's going to be okay. And so he's willing to die to self. He's willing to make the call on that commitment and to say, is it more important that I live or I die? And he says... It's more important that this Christ child is here. That, that's commitment. That's commitment that we don't see very often these days. Any of those stories. And yet more than that is the commitment that we see at work in the epistle reading in Hebrews. When it says that Jesus committed, he he committed to taking on our flesh and blood, to taking on our temptations, to taking on what it meant to be a human being living in this world, and then taking on the fact that he knew that he was going to die, that he was going to be beaten, that he was going to die on a cross, and that he was committed to doing that because he knew what it would bring. He had this commitment that we've never seen in our world since then. You know, it's interesting, this year we were talking about a lot with the I love you thing, and um, uh, two of those things are are loving God's church and uh, loving God's world. Uh, and just by raising your hand, um, how many of you uh, really love this church? I, I won't judge you if you don't raise your hand. Um, good, good. How many of you really love um, your neighbors in the world? Uh, not as many. Okay. Huh. Get to know your neighbors. Um, uh, okay, so so how many of you uh, would be willing, later on we're going to have a Super Bowl party, and I figure we can get on the news if we kill somebody at it. So, how many of you are going to uh, be willing to um, die here today? What if you knew that it was going to um, make sure that University Lutheran existed forever, until Jesus came back? Still nobody. No, no, no takers. Okay, maybe, maybe you just don't love the church that much. All right. Um, how about if you knew that everybody in your neighborhood or dorm was going to be saved? Um, that, that, that they would come to a saving knowledge of Christ. Uh, how many of you would be willing to die? Okay, a couple. That's good. And that's the kind of commitment that Jesus had for us. He said, I'm committed so much that I'm willing to die. And yeah, there was a lot of, this, a lot of objections that got in the way along the way. But he said, I am going to be so committed to each and every person in here that I'm going to die for you. And I'm going to show you what that love looks like. So that you can commit to showing that love 
in the relationships that you have with people here. And there's going to be objections that come in the way. There's going to be things that get in the way of your commitment. And you're going to have to make some difficult decisions and some difficult choices. And sometimes you're going to make the right one and sometimes you're going to make the wrong one. But if you have the commitment to die to self... Jesus has shown you that there's a resurrection at the end of that. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Amen.